From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for February 9th. 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, Julie Martin, and our newest uh, employee and member of the roundtable, our new assistant webmaster, Scott Smith. Our new knights of the roundtable. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, back in the peanut gallery, Kathy Whirling, Walter Eccles, Max the intern. Kevin is not with us because he is trying to keep a dog from pulling stitches out of her vagina. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I was so going to be polite when I told the story. That's well, I figured we just get it right out there. <laughs> Good you Lord. Can you embarrassing the poor dog? Yes. Really? Why, why not? It's the internet. She has issues near her girl parts. Really? I like the way he described it. In her female area. <laughs> so much. In her bulbous naughty parts. What really? happened to the cone head that you put on dogs for that? The, she can't reach it anyway. So what she does to try to scratch is she does this spinning thing on the rug in the middle of the floor. Oh. Like she's like in the uh, same rotation oh, as the fan. So she's pulling it out with other means. <laughs> right. So the cone of shame just falling work. over dizzy after about five minutes. How did you lose control already? We just started. <laughs> I know. It doesn't take long with us. Uh, and this week we're going to have a team review of the new Disney Dream, our official review of the Disney Dream. Also, Walter and I are going to have our review of Port Orleans French Quarter. You're definitely going to want to listen to that especially if you'd like to hear me rant. Uh, our Disneyland team has put together a brief update uh, that we're going to be releasing this week. This is something that if it works out, they're going to do on a regular basis. So please let us know what you think of it. And we're also going to have our, our disboards.com show for this week. This will be the first one for 2011. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, I want to apologize that we didn't have a show last week as... Some of you know, my uh, my mom had been in the hospital. Uh, we had thought it was a mini-stroke because my mom has had them in the past. And this what happened kind of mimicked these mini-strokes that she's had. But it turned out it wasn't. It looks like it was severe dehydration. She was in the hospital for three days. And uh, they checked her out. I mean, my God, they did every test on this woman you could do. On a you know, once in a while, let her drink from the hose. I was about to say, you need to put a camel pack <laughs> on her so well, she drinks all the time. Here's, here's the th- her nurse, uh, this guy, Joel, who, uh, let me just say, Florida Hospital East, if you have to be in a hospital, you want to be in Florida Hospital East. Amazing, amazing hospital. Great doctors, great staff, unbelievable. Her nurse, n- her nurse Joel, treated her like she was his mother. I mean, she, oh, he just sweet. doted on her. It was it was wonderful. Okay. Um, shut up. Your gator uh, look, you, know, you know what? My focus was on my mother. <laughs> I wasn't looking for a husband. I was my focus was on my mother. Anyway, something that Joel had told us was that as you get older, those muscles in your in your throat that that tell you you're thirsty uh, begin to contract, so that you don't feel thirsty, but you are. That's what's happening to me. I bet. Well, I think this. I think when he said older, I think he meant women that 80. are pushing eighty. So it's not all about you, dear. Okay. We're talking about my mother now. Focus. Bring it back. Bring it back. So she obviously was severely dehydrated already, and then she had gotten sick, and that just made it worse. And um, I bet she didn't want to stay at the hospital either, did she? No, she loved it. 
Did she, she really? Oh, she did. She thought it was like, of course she didn't want to be in a hospital. <laughs> Who wants to be in a hospital? <laughs> Lord, you have me going there. I liked being well, in the hospital. I did too. I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Well, that makes but you I odd. Know she, I know she No, my mother did not enjoy it at all. But they, as she said, you could not get mad at these people. They were so nice to her. Um, and they were. They were just terrific with her. And like I said, she got checked out. And the doctor, the doctor said, for an 80-year-old woman, you are in amazingly good health. That's great. Lungs, heart, brain, all of her body functions, everything's great. Everything's just great. So That's good. Um, she's Excellent. just got to watch. She's just got to watch the, you know, the, the intake of, of water. The thing is, my mother can't drink plain water. It makes her nauseous. I've never heard this before from anybody else. But, yeah, my mother, if she drinks, if she just has a, sits down and has a glass of water, uh, it can make her nauseous. Mm-hmm. So she has flavored water. She has, like, you know, no calories yeah. or anything like that. But flavored water Gatorade things like that she'll she can drink without a problem but straight water will make her make her nauseous wow. never never heard that before so How about the outpouring of good wishes I know it was oh so sweet gosh. I can't thank everybody enough at first she was mad at me that I that it was posted somewhere um, but I said you know mom it's you know you're you firmly believe in the power of prayer and good thoughts and you've got all these people praying for you and thinking good thoughts so you know nobody's nobody's so rich they they, they don't need that so she once she once I put it to her in you know th- those terms, then she was okay with it. <laughs> um, but uh, now she's uh, so she's doing great. Thank you everybody for your for your well wishes and your concerns. Uh, she's doing fantastic. Uh, took her out to dinner with uh, Skip Potter and his dad and uh, Shelley. Went to the Osman Steakhouse on Saturday night, and uh, very weird experience. Service was off. Really? Service was wow. definitely off. I don't know if these guys were nervous or new or what, but boy, oh boy, they screwed up a lot. The food was great, but yeah, it was a little bit, it was a little bit off. But so thanks everybody for that. A uh, couple other things in housekeeping. I want to remind everybody about our Power of 10 Give Kids the World $1 million challenge. Website is Power of 10. That's one zero dot US. And, uh, Pushing about $8,000 right now on our way to a million. Uh, it's, and uh, we have some things coming up in the next month or so. Um, namely, we're going to start auctioning off some stuff. Uh, we have a lot of inaugural and maiden voyage stuff from the Disney Dream that we're going to be auctioning off for the power of 10. And I am also going to begin auctioning off, one piece at a time, my Disney collection. Um, the vast majority of it. There's one piece in particular that I just I'm I'm back and forth on whether or not I'm I'm willing to part with it just yet. But uh, uh, I am going to start. I've got a lot of artwork. I've got a lot of what's collectibles. The piece, what's the piece you don't want to sell? The Elton John Tim Rice <laughs> Lion King CD. I have a, a CD that is signed by both Elton John and Tim Rice, the Lion King CD, and uh, a friend of mine. Uh, had access to Elton John at one point and also to Tim Rice and he got it signed and Tim had signed it first and then when he had Elton signed it, Elton handed it back to him and said, don't lose this. There are very few of these in existence because Elton and Tim Rice are rarely ever together. So I have this this CD and that is a personal, that's, that's a, a, a very special personal possession. I don't know that I could bring myself to auction it off. 
if the price was right, you have to set a high reserve on that. That would, yeah, we would be having to be talk like well into the five figures for me to part with that. If somebody was willing to offer up that much money for that item uh, to donate to give kids the world, I'd do it. I would do it, but it would have to be it would have to be substantial. I'm a huge, huge Elton John fan. Me too. And a huge Lion King fan. And that friend, I also have something that Elton signed for me. <laughs> <laughs> that I treasure and keep very dear to my heart. Yep. Well, it's actually in a hope chest, but <laughs> I keep it hidden. So it's it's something you know, it's something very special. So I So but, you got you got a whole bunch of stuff from the maiden voyage, all this highly coveted well, stuff. Did you, oh, you go you, look you, at his you, pool table. You didn't get a chance to go look <laughs> at my pool table. My pool table looks like the store on the drink. <laughs> it like, does, like shopping. Now you supposedly got some stuff for me, right? I have some stuff in there. Because while you auction off stuff for Give Kids the World, I'm auctioning off stuff for Give Kevin some furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cause. <laughs> Well, you always thinking of others, John. I am. I'm a giver. <laughs> You're just a giver. Um, but we're going to be doing that. Uh, like I said, we're going to be getting that set up in the next uh, within the next month. We're going to start auctioning stuff off. Just got to get pictures taken and all that stuff. And we're setting that up so that money, that auction money, goes directly to Give Kids the World. Um, and uh, you can also text the words uh, "Diz," the word "Diz," G K T W, "Diz Give Kids the World." To five zero five five five, will automatically send ten dollar donation to Give Kids the World. Uh, the way you can help out is go ask ten friends to donate ten dollars. That's what we're looking to do. Without uh, ten, uh, we want ten thousand people to ask ten friends to donate ten dollars. That's the power of ten. If we can do that. Hundred uh, one million dollars we will raise for an amazingly good organization. So. Uh, powerof10.us, and again, the 10 is a 1-0, so powerof10.us is the website. There's discussion boards there. There's blogs there, and uh, we have new content going up soon uh, to add to that, plus, of course, this auction. So we will keep you posted when the auction is ready to go live. We'll give you guys a heads up. Um, I also want to announce that our London and Paris trips, as well as our remaining two uh, Disney uh, Adventures by Disney trips are sold out. Um, we have filled those trips. We are taking waitlist requests for those at this point, um, and uh, we will be announcing sometime this year when, as soon as they uh, release them, we are going to be announcing trips for next year. We're going to do something a little different next year, um, but I'm not going to tell you what. But I have I have plans. I have plans for the ABD trips next year. So. Um, if you are interested and didn't get a chance to get a reservation in, A, where the hell have you been? Uh, B, uh, B, you can just uh, get in touch with Kevin. Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and he'll put you on the wait list. Yours all in a couple of weeks, right? The first one. The first one for the year comes Less up two uh, weeks away. February 20th. February 20th. Excited, so not ready. No? So not ready with all you that's going You have so much on. going on. Yeah. And I also, go ahead. I was going to say, I want to mention the podcast crews. Did you want to talk about something else? For Actually, yeah, I do. I just want to mention that uh, uh, we are doing an event on the Med Cruise, the May 28th sailing of the Mediterranean Cruise. And uh, we were taking Teresa on. That was the rousing applause. You that was know, me. Just heard. <laughs> and if any of you are already scheduled to be on that cruise, uh, please let us know. Um, oh, yeah. We'd like to like to know and hang out with you. Uh, Teresa will judge you. 
No, I will party, judge. Party on the men. Teresa will cry on them. I will. <laughs> Bring tissues. Um, I've been looking at pictures of where we're going. And Can you believe just, what we saw today? Very excited that it we're is. not going to Tunisia and we're I going know. to Palermo, Sicily oh, instead. Sicily. I know. Oh, I am jealous of that. Very excited about Palermo. Yeah, Africa was worrying me a little bit. We're going to sell Teresa to the mom. See if you see any people that look really? like Corey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that'd be creepy. That's where his relatives come from. Yeah, I know. Sicilian. Isn't that yeah. cool, though? But that cool. is exciting. That's yeah. very exciting. So the whole trip. It's is. a May twenty eighth sailing. That's the uh, that's the first uh, voyage this year. Hundred eight days. Hundred eight days. I knew that right off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. Why? Exciting event. We're also going to be covering uh, Walter and I are going to be covering the Alaska cruise, not the not the uh, maiden voyage because the timing didn't work out for that, but the one right after the May tenth sailing of the Alaska cruise. So if you're on that, let us know. Like to say hello. Seven, seven nights. Seven, seven nights. And our cruise is eleven night. The Mediterranean cruise is eleven night. So plus we have the ABD add-ons, the Adventures by Disney add-ons for both. Oh, do you for yep. both of them? Cool. Mm-hmm. So eleven nights away from your children. I know. Some You'll I'm looking fine. forward to, and others I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, what do you have, John? I just want to mention Podcast Cruise 3.0 is sold out. We are is t- it really? Yeah, we actually sold out about two weeks ago, but we didn't hmm. have a podcast, so it was kind of it was hard to make that announcement. Wow. We're taking waitlist requests for that cruise. So I don't believe you. I'm pulling up the. Report. What was the uh, what was the cutoff number? Yeah. We were going to cut it off at 400 passengers, but we realized that because some people had booked one person per stateroom to get the the lowest yeah, deposit yeah, yeah. on the uh, the rebooking, we couldn't n- limit it to number of people. So right around when we had 400 people, we stopped taking new staterooms in. Uh, we've sold all of our group space, so if people are going to cancel, we'll then add you in later on. But there's it's all waitlist. It's all so waitlist. we've sold out all our trips for this year. Everything that we're, we're pushing this year, we've sold them all out. Oh, I'll be damned. We are sold out. Mm-hmm. Oh, more oh. now. More than the 400. What's the total? Uh, 448. Yep. Wow. And how many was on the last one? Uh, just something? under 600. Yeah. 597, I think, was the number or something right. like that. And we went for, we're going to get so many less people on the next one. We're going to do intimate groups. And now it's 400. Oh, this, be, oh, this is so intimate. <laughs> well, you know, also, after spending time on the dream, um, there are a lot more venues right. in there that can fit crowds this size than we have yeah. on the Magic or the Wonder. So, as I was kind of because as I was going around that ship, I'm like, okay, we can do something here. Yeah, I've got lots of ideas of things we can do on that ship. A um, lot more venues for us to to work with. Tiffany signed up. She's going with us. Oh, Grace's friend. That's nice. She's really excited. That's I certainly know. housekeeping worthy. I know. She's. <laughs> Excited about meeting John, hanging with John. All right. Is it my turn to do the news yet? <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about Teresa's trips and people going. You. <laughs> Anything else for housekeeping? Up, oh, Kathy's, Kathy's reaching for a mic. I just wanted to um, say congratulations to the Green Bay Packers. You're coming fans. in a little low. Coming in, I want to say thank you to the Green Bay Packer fans that are my uh, peeps, that they won. They, you know. You weren't rooting for Pittsburgh? Oh, no, I was rooting for Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. And I, and I got some um, grief about that. But I want to be nice and uh, thank my peeps for engaging in the conversation. Screw that. Steelers got rubbed. And Whatever, dude. <laughs> Debbie and Brian were split, but um, I said that I'd say hi to them if they won on the air. So, hi, Debbie and Brian. What was this, hockey? Was this something like a hockey match? <laughs> 
this weekend? <laughs> it was baseball. Was it baseball? Oh, yeah. All right. Anything else? <laughs> anything just, else for housekeeping? I just got the ignore look. <laughs> going once, going twice. And Johnny with the news. Our first news story. Disney World reports first reports one death in fourth quarter of 2010. Oh, is this going to be another death and destruction <laughs> news segment? New year. I'm back to my old ways of the first story is always about something Why? bad happening. Why? It makes me feel better about myself. Oh, man. <laughs> a 77-year-old woman collapsed and died at Walt Disney World in December after riding a carousel. Disney reported the death as Carousel part of, of death? <laughs> carousel of death. Oh. Carousel. It's not funny as it is. Disney reported the death as part of a quarterly injury report. Florida's big theme parks have an agreement with the state to report guest injuries in exchange for avoiding state ride safety regulations. The report indicated the woman had a pre-existing heart condition before she rode the Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Walt Disney World reported two other injuries in the fourth quarter of last year. A 71-year-old woman broke a hip and shoulder after riding the same carousel. It is the carousel it attempt. Is. It really is. And a 76-year-old woman injured her leg after falling on a moving platform on another ride. No other park, parks reported injuries in the quarter. That's a shame, though. You know, you think somebody's on vacation there with their family, especially after just having my mom in the in the hospital. That, I mean, that would just stink. But if your mother wanted to ride the carousel, wouldn't you, like, I would be there to make sure she got on and off the horse okay. You well, know? I mean, it like, sounds like this woman had a heart condition and, you know. But I can't it, believe a carousel, you know. I don't think a carousel had anything, I don't think yeah. carousel had anything to do with no. it. I think it just ha- could, happened that way. That'd be like you died on the people mover or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Them that horses that go up and down, that's pretty violent. <laughs> Yeah, but could I always ride the little carriage. I always ride the little stationary <laughs> bench. I want video. <laughs> I want video of John getting on a horse. <laughs> Splinters. <laughs> All right. Our second news story. Significant pay raises for Disney executives. According to Disney's proxy filings in late January 2011, Disney CEO Bob Iger saw a 35% increase in salary and bonuses for 2010. For the figures, the CEO's salary jumped to $16.3 million from the previous year's $12 million. His total compensation, factoring in equity awards, was about $28 million. Not a bad haul for a year's work. Mm. For reduced attendance at your theme parks? Iger is, not, Iger is not the only top executive to see a substantial raise in pay. Disney's head of strategic planning, Kevin Mayer, saw his increase his income increase by 42.5%. His total pay, including bonuses, is now $2.3 million. And these guys have... Oh, there we go. My mic went dead because I was speaking ill of Iger. Um, <laughs> these guys have some good lawyers working out these contracts for them. Well, they say part of the reason for the um, uh, for the increases is despite the sluggish economy, um, things like uh, securing Marvel uh, helped them to to secure these bonuses, and also um, the success of things like Toy Story Three and Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Um, I mean, Toy Story Three did make a billion dollars, so the net gain for the company was up twenty percent from the previous year, and revenue saw an increase of five percent. Yeah, good for them. So, you know. Rewarded for what you do, I guess. For getting past mistakes. Huh? For getting past mistakes. They get rewarded for these things, but their past mistakes were overlooked, I guess. Oh, okay. 
And finally, Disney Parks Chief says Wizarding World hasn't been a dramatic negative for Disney World. The St. Petersburg Times interviewed Walt Disney Parks and Resorts Chairman Tom Staggs aboard Disney's newest cruise ship, the Disney Dream, last month and ascertained a couple of interesting tidbits. Most notably, Staggs seemed to suggest that Universal Orlando's Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which has driven enormous attendance gains at Orlando's number two theme park, has hurt Disney World more than it helped it. Though the impact, Staggs said, hasn't been quote-unquote dramatic. I don't think I'm going to tell you that it is a boon for Disney World, but I also don't think it's a dramatic negative in any sense, Staggs told the paper. Well, what else was he going to say? I mean, well, I think what happened was... They act like it's news. It's it's like, you know, come on, of course he's going to say that. But what happened was they all talked about how this was going to bring in revenue for all the theme parks, that this was going to bring people to the area well, I and there think was going it, to be I think, spillage. I think there, I, I think there was overflow spillage. for spillage. Spillage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm serious. What goes on over leakage. there? There was going to be leakage. Look, I think, I, I, look, I think obviously uh, Wizarding World was a boon for Universal. I think it was a boon for a lot of businesses, hotels in that area that have been struggling. Um, I don't know... I don't know how much of a boon it would be for Disney World. I would have, I, my guess would have been, but maybe this is because of our audience, that, you know, because look, folks, you're not going to spend a week at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter unless there's something wrong with you. Well, if you want to ride the ride, you will. <laughs> if you, you have, have to a, stay in the line a, for a week. If you have a head injury, then maybe you'll go back seven times in a week. I, it's a, it's a three-hour three attraction. Really, it's you three, four hours, and most of that's going to be standing in line. So, not that it isn't great, and not that it isn't beautiful. It's just very small, and so it's just not, you know, for me. I mean, I guess if you're a ravenous Harry Potter fan, and I have a member of my family coming into town this week who is in fact a ravenous Harry Potter fan, so I'm anxious to see this through her eyes. I think that'll give me some perspective uh, there, but um. I don't know. You can, I don't think you can spend seven days. I don't think you can spend a week at Universal. I think Universal, even with Harry Potter, is still a three or four day uh, destination. So um, even if you're coming down just to do that, I don't see how you're not going to go to SeaWorld or how you're not going to go to Disney. I know obviously there are some people who don't. But I think the vast majority of people Universal is getting or people who are going to Disney World and yeah. taking a day yes. trip up to up up, up to Universal, you're, really and truly. You're, I think you're exactly right. However, the Universal hotels are booked. They're, oh, but the Universal hotels, the on-site hotels, were always that way. The prices have gone up. I mean, Walter handles these all the time, and he's he's, he's telling me that you know the the prices you're seeing are crazy for these hotel rooms. When it first, yeah, after the first of the year, I thought they were. Really, quite a, kind of pricey because I see them all the time, and we don't think that much about it. But I was like, "Wow, that's kind of a lot for a hotel room." So, I mean, Universal always kept their hotel occupancy pretty high. Um, that was one thing I was always impressed by was that you know uh, they were always able to keep those rooms you know in the seventy eighty percent range even during slow season, which is really really good. Uh, so that doesn't surprise me that the that the hotel hotels are full. Uh, the price point that they're getting for the hotels is pretty impressive. I mean, they're really getting some good prices, um, some high prices for those hotels, and people are willing to pay it because of Harry Potter. And that's to be un- expected. I mean, uh, any business would do it, and I'm not faulting Universal for that. Um, 
Universal makes it really easy to get people from Disney to Universal with that transportation included ticket. Yeah. So even if the hotels are booked, I mean, people are still staying on Disney property. Really, it's over a, it, Universal. Ultimately, for a day. it's a it's a 15-minute drive up by four. I mean, we're not talking about a. So what do you think? Do you think he's just blowing smoke and saying, "Eh, we don't really care about"? I, you know, I don't know. I don't. Does. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think there has been a dramatic impact on Disney World from a negative impact on Disney World from uh, from Wizarding World. But if there was, the last person I'd expect to hear it from would be Tom Staggs. You know, not saying anything negative against Tom Staggs. I'm just saying that in he's his got, position, yeah. he's not going to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, they're kicking our butt." He's you know? got a message. He's got to get out. He's got to, you know, he's going to paint it. He's going to paint it a certain way, and that's to be expected. You know, so I'm just, you know, the, the way they're the way they're wording it in their article, it makes it sound like this is, you know, breaking news, and it's not. It's, you know, a Disney suit talking up Disney. I think it's breaking news that. St. Petersburg Times has got some FaceTime with Tom Staggs. <laughs> no, you it's know? a big newspaper. It is. So, no, but I'm saying that's a big score for them. That is. That's a big score for anybody. Along yeah. those lines, is anybody going over to see Toontown before it closes one I last am. time? Yeah, I will. No. Really? I didn't you like it. No. No, I've never, no, I never cared it. for it. I'll go over. Yeah. Although, we, I actually, I'm, I'm going to have an interesting experience this week. This will be my first time taking uh, a toddler. Through the parks, my nephew James and his fiance Amy, and uh, their two-year-old daughter Victoria. Yeah, oh wait a minute, Victoria's a baby. Yeah, two years old. I thought she was not two. Oh, oh but maybe she's the same age as Ferris. A little over two. She's actually turned two in November. Yeah. Holy poo! How that happened? Mm-hmm. She was a they grow up. Yeah. Well, cool. Is she crying? crying. I'm not crying. She's going to cry. I'm not crying. <laughs> Look, a child she's never years. met is two years old. <laughs> I'm mad. A child I've I don't her. know. I've seen her. You said you're going to take a child for a second. I thought, that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you adopting? Child. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but I have no idea how to baby-proof my house. So oh, they're staying here. Oh, they're staying here. Oh. So it's like. And yeah, she's like, the open one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need to close this room off. <laughs> yeah, well, no, she can't come in here. She can't open come in the studio. electrical sockets yeah. are the first thing that right. might be a flag. Baby-proofing baby a house is never done. No, so we're still doing it. I have no idea how to do it. I'm just going to like be running, following the child around this house going, don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> oh, good <No>. luck. <laughs> really. oh, no, Child's no, going to no, be like no. wrapped up in, in duct tape sitting in a corner. <laughs> but um, Okay, James, don't leave her alone with Pete. Really? <laughs> So that should be fun. I'm actually looking forward to <laughs> making her coffee in his Tassimo. <laughs> I'm entertaining Here the baby. Here you go, baby. <laughs> Double shot. Where's the bottle? <laughs> so. All right. That'll do it for the news. All right. Well, before we end this segment, I want to spend a few minutes talking to our, our new assistant webmaster, oh, Scott boy. Smith. And uh, those of you who listen to the show regularly know that we did put a job uh, request up, a job posting up on uh, our Facebook page couple of months ago looking for someone who was in the Orlando area, preferably. Uh, we had a lot of people apply who had great credentials, and you know, uh, but they weren't in the Orlando area. And Scott has tremendous background and also happens to live here in Orlando. One of the only people in Orlando who actually applied for it. Our audience is mostly, you know, around the country, around the world. So. I actually live three miles from you. Wow. Yeah, so that was pretty sweet. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Now, so just tell us a little bit about you and about your background. And- um, I was born and raised in Orlando. 
So I've always so he's native. Been here. Get oh, yeah. out! Really? The furthest I've lived from downtown is 25 minutes west. So, well, born and raised. Um, graduated from UCF. Go Knights! Um, and <clears throat> your back, your uh, degree is in digital media. Yeah, perfect. So web design, film, all that kind of nerdy stuff. Cool. Um, spent a lot of time at Disney already. So this job was pretty much perfect. Web design and Disney. <laughs> yeah, and you're also uh, you're also a musician. Yes, yeah. I play drums in a band called Megaphone. Megaphonemusic.net. Look it up. <laughs> oh, oh, I see where <laughs> hey, our projects already. Come on, no, that's fine. <laughs> Got to do it. Um, Megaphonemusic.net. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, Scott came recommended from one of our listeners, Jen Selke, um, who's a good yes. friend of ours. And Thank you, Jen. Who we love, we love, 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 Miss Jen. Yeah. Um, and Jen met you through Mulch, right? Yes. Through Mulch and then through Megaphone. And uh, yeah, she has been our angel. She's awesome. Okay. Um, and you're speaking of, of Mulch, of course. Is mulch, Sweat, and Shears at Hollywood the, Studios. Those of you who are fans of Mulch, Sweat, and Shears, Scott is in the band. Just a sub. I'm out there sometimes. And what you like? You dress like a hedge and play the guitar. How does that happen? <laughs> no, they're the really, edges. really good. Yeah. Are they good? Oh, they're, they're hilarious. Are they Disney good? or Are they really good? Oh, they're, no, they're Disney really good. good. They're, they're Disney no, good. No, they're really good. The oh, full time musicians are stellar. Like some of the best musicians I've ever met. So yeah. and the singing. I mean, oh my god, do you sing too or just like somewhat? Yeah, yeah. He's got a great voice. He's got a great radio. Oh, he voice. does. I yeah. told him that when I first uh, met with him. Thank you. Like he's got that great, that great deep. It's deep like yours. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to sing on the show. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's my job. As yeah, saying, okay, eventually you will. Yeah. We get everybody to sing at least Everybody once. sings something once. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, do you like uh, doing the mulch, sweat, and cheers bit? It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, Last summer they did, I don't know if you ever saw the Rock and Glow shows that they did. I heard about them. I didn't oh, that was, know. They were awesome. Yeah. That was fantastic. Because every night they had pyro going off. I mean, it was like a full-on arena tour show Wow! every night. You got lots of people, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the crowds were huge. Everybody loved it. It was spectacular. I mean, being able to do that at Disney World, it's like we played right before the 4th of July fireworks. Oh, man. Yeah. Are they going to do it again this year? They were talking about it, I think, but don't quote me on that. Because uh, that was cool. That was a, yeah. We all enjoyed that. Yeah. But yeah, actually, 4th of July, it was mainly subs, and we played, the fireworks started, and I remember just sitting there looking at the crowd, staring up over the stage at the fireworks and thinking, we just played rock songs in front of thousands of people, and now they're watching Disney fireworks. I'm like, this is just <laughs> awesome. That's wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. Cool. So, yeah. How often do you get over to the parks when you're not doing mulch? few times a month I try. Actually, I was out there yesterday to see Aaron Rodgers from the Packers and oh, okay. his parade. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I have no idea who those people are. Yeah, quarterback for the Green oh, okay. Bay Packers. So the whole team didn't How did count? She look? just him. No, just him. <laughs> oh, okay. How did she look? <laughs> was Aaron, right? I always thought it was like the, the whole team, but it's just the, just just the, the quarterback, quarterback gets to count? Mm-hmm. How I, I protested on principle. I didn't go. Oh, you didn't go? I wondered mm-hmm. if you were over there. It was raining. Oh, she would have been there if it was a Roethlisberger. Well, she was there last mm. year for the Saints. When, Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was oh. there the year the Steelers won, too, in the rain. Oh, oh yeah. They won not that long ago. But you're that. just, no, that's just sad. Yeah, I know. So narrow-minded of you. 
Every once in a while that happens. <laughs> Teresa, that was a John comment. Really? <laughs> She's sitting right next to me. <laughs> I might have rubbed off a little bit already. All right. Well, welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome, welcome to the to the company. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. We're really glad to have you. Uh, that's going to do it for our news and wrap. Oh wait, wait, no, we got it. What am I talking about? Yet. We didn't do rapid fire. Boy, I'm 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 out of it today. I'm out of it. So, never mind. <laughs> I still welcome you. <laughs> oh, but thank you. Now we're just going to move on and do rapid fire. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh, John! Ooh, I got John outranks you, Teresa. <laughs> John outranks you, Teresa. Um, I want to mention mine because you mentioned it in uh, in the housekeeping. Disney's changed several itineraries for different vacations to ensure the safety of their guests. Um, you talked about the fact that the 10 and 11 night European itineraries aboard the Disney Magic will now include a call in Palermo, Italy, Yay. instead of a scheduled stop in, in Tunisia. Boo. Um, the, in addition to that, seven and 10 night Mexican Riviera sailings through April 17th, 2011 will no longer include a stop in Mazatlan. Uh, that port of call has been replaced by a second visit to Cabo San Lucas. And all adventures by Disney itineraries to Egypt have been canceled through August 30th, 2011. And look, I'm not making light of this situation in Egypt. I, almost 300 people are dead um, in, in what's going on over there. And, and so uh, I'm not trying to make light of this at all. But it's adventures by Disney's luck. They finally have an itinerary that people went ape. Carnival ape crazy over. <laughs> I was trying to think of the proper words to use for the show. Um, car- they went they went nuts over this this these Egypt itineraries, and then just as they're getting started with them, you know, everything's fine for thirty years, but mm-hmm. the month that Adventures by Disney is going there, <laughs> la revolution. <laughs> yeah, really, it, it it erupts in in chaos and revolution. Um, so, and that kind of stinks, especially for the people who are looking forward to going. Right. Um, right. so, but I give kudos to Disney for addressing the way it. they've handled this, yeah. um, money back, no questions asked or different itineraries. They're really working with people to yeah. try to help them along this process because it's kind of scary. You know, you don't want to go there and no one uh, knows no. what's going to happen. And- <laughs> so there's nothing on that continent now that Disney's going to, right? Nothing in Africa. No. No, that's it. Well, no, they're doing South Africa Adventures by Disney, sort of South Africa, but South Africa is fairly stable. But Walter, you got something? Well, no, I I thought they were still going to South Africa. Yeah, which is what I was going to say. So, just keep in mind that Disney's trying to keep you safe when they change these itineraries. It's not willy nilly. So, well, yeah, and Tunisia, of course, because Tunisia erupted in chaos and violence as well. Really. Um, And you know, quite frankly, I don't think they should have been going to Tunisia in the first place. you know, with that uh, trip we had, the med cruise we did back in April, and some of the things that went on there, the way the uh, they were uh, telling, they were sending women back on the ship to change because yeah. they were showing too much skin, and uh, they took two and a half hours to uh, clear the ship for customs because Disney had the audacity to send a woman to meet with the customs officials, and at that point, I'm like, they should have just packed the ship up and yeah. left. Turned around and left. Um, so I'm fine, and I think what they're going to find out is that going to Palermo, Sicily, a lot more attractive for people than going to Tunisia. Oh, yeah. oh all Absolutely. the stuff there, really. I wow. mean, I don't know. The losers in this is Tunisia, right? The people who are going to make money off of the tourists coming in in Tunisia. So I'm, I'm, all. I'm all, I'm all for Palermo. You know, I'm Team Palermo. 
<laughs> so we're gonna get you a shirt made. I think you're really. Team Edward. Team Palermo. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa. Yes. Rapid oh, fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. I'm here. All right. Don't snooze on this. Bring it one. together. Bring okay. it together. Come Bring on. Bring it. Focus. Focus. Flower and garden. Give me something shiny. Have announced something. She's just oh. like a cat. Ooh, <laughs> look, at that. look at me. Look at me. Okay. I got it. I got it. Um, celebrity lineup. I know you're going to say, well, who are these people? I don't know who they are. For what is this for? For Flower and Garden. Some of the celebrity people that are coming in are from um, HGTV. Mm. You're not going to know the names. Lisa Laporta, Kim Miles. Oh, yeah, I know Lisa Laporta. Do you? Yeah. What show is she on? She was on um, the where they had the two rooms in different houses originally. She and did trading, Design to Sell. Trading Spaces. Sell. But now design she knows, to yeah, sell. Design to Sell. Mm-hmm. Brian Patrick Flint. Patrick Flynn from Design Happens, um, Yard Crashers host, oh, Garden Girl, Curb Appeal. I love Curb Appeal. Curb Appeal's good. Design Can we get on these design? people to come to my house and like redo stuff? <laughs> and Vern Yip. Y'all know Vern Yip? Vern Yip. Yes. I, I love, love Vern him. Yip. Wow. He's going to be there. Um, May so I would go for Vern, yeah. yeah. Design star. Court, your mom would be in HGTV heaven. I know she That's was. the only channel she watches pretty much. Really? Yeah. I'm so surprised y'all knew the people and like, ooh, ah, I thought y'all would be snoozing. Yeah, because I remember last year. Because one time one I year, did it and y'all were just the like, only yeah. one I know is Vern Yip. Me yeah, too. From trading, I didn't, that's he the was only one on I know. Trading, trading Spaces. Yeah, yeah he's one of the, he was in one of the But designers. I know HGTV is a really popular yeah. channel, so. Frank Fontana. Oh, is he the chicken dude that always puts the chickens? Is he the, from Trading Spaces? Oh, yeah, spaces? From Trading Spaces, right. Yeah. Oh. The old bald guy. The, yeah. Oh, that's that's why the I name was familiar. Him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the I never liked yeah, his every, rooms. Uh, Very country. <laughs> Although I only ever saw him put a chicken in a room once. A lot of his designs were country, but, <laughs> but the, now chicken he's the chicken was guy. He's, <laughs> but he's gotten he's, he's I known won't say as the chicken about guy. The chicken, I like roosters. Okay. Tasteful ones, not like. Oh, I like tasty ones. roosters too. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That meant, right? Took that right away. Okay. Anyway. Um, we'll have the you want to post all the lineup Who else? on what dates. Who else? Michelle Beshan from Be Original. I don't know that show. John Gidding. Um, Kim Miles. Oh, she's the one who won Design Star. Miles of Style. Miles, yeah. Miles of Style. One of the design stars. Tanya Naya, Design to Sell and Destination Design. Ahmed Hassan from Yard Crashers. I don't know. Each have their own little program. Design it yourself. Easy to follow tips for designing when nature calls. Creative <laughs> <laughs> okay. back to basic style. Beautiful on a budget. High style, low cost secrets of bringing indoor styling out. Okay, now I'm glazing over. Okay. I knew I burn. could get it there for you. Yeah, you could have stopped at Vern <laughs> Yep and we were good. All right. Anyway, cool. You peaked at Vern. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Teresa. Corey. Uh, now that people have sailed on the Disney Dream, we're starting to get a lot of the stateroom reviews coming into our database. So if you're. If you've sailed on the dream, leave your review. If you're planning on it, uh, you might want to check these out. We already have some staterooms with a scale of one out of five. Uh, these are rooms that were located near the district evolution. So these people are saying it was really, really noisy, and they actually had to move um, their room. Really? So you might want to check this uh, this database out before yeah, there's you There's a lot of controversy so want, over that. Yeah. I mean, the ships are full. People have nowhere to go. And said so it starts about ten thirty when they really start, you know, bumping, bumping the base. Mm-hmm. It goes to two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so right now we have about 42, 43, Just changed uh, Disney Dream State Room reviews in the system. We need more. 
I've never done that. What do you do? You just go on and you get a little you go synopsis in, you, um, of what was your room you was add like? Your, you add your room number. You rate it on a scale of one to five. You input your deck uh, location, mid, aft, forward, and your category. And then you just write a little description. If it was convenient to anything, was your room noisy, uh, stuff like that. Anything that you think will help out the next mm-hmm. person uh, – in that staying room. in your room. Oh, cool. And it's like anything else. That? The more we have, the better it's going to be because mm-hmm. then it'll wash out the one time when someone had a problem. Oh, okay. And, well, yeah, cool. I need to do that then. Definitely. Cool. All right. Thank you, Corey. Ms. Julie Martin. Mine comes from Tom Bell. He was nice enough to send me an email. He knows how I like to use Disneyland-related items. <laughs> so he sent me a few things. The Disney Gallery, which is now in the Main Street Bank Building, has opened a new exhibit called Magic on the Water. It features Disney Cruise Line-inspired art as well as concept art and models from water-related attractions um, from all of the Disney theme parks around the world. Wow, that's an excellent that sounds, space. I think that sounds like a really cool exhibit. It does. That's a great space out in Disneyland. It really is. And then also Family Fun Weekends are going to be continuing in the former Festival Arena in Frontierland. They feature music, special food, and merchandise, and they have characters in themed costumes. Uh, The first one was actually – oh, it's already happened. The next one is February 11th through the 13th. And then um, on February 18th, they're going to be moving to the New Orleans Square for three weekends of Mardi Gras. Awesome. I also have something from Disneyland that Tom Bell sent me. Uh, an Anaheim man was hospitalized after being beaten and stabbed Monday night at the Econo Lodge main gate on Harbor Boulevard. Oh. So, there. Hmm. <laughs> That's my <laughs> Disneyland story. Um, it doesn't say whether or not the guy... I, it talks I, about John being all death and doom. No, I, <laughs> this man it. was stabbed to death. Well, he wasn't stabbed to death. Oh, wow. He was, was hospitalized like- after being beaten and stabbed. Where 11, is this hotel in relationship to the... It's about a half a mile from Disneyland's uh, Harbor uh, entrance, Harbor Boulevard entrance. It happened at 11.45 at night. Oh. And it's a, an Econo Lodge. Nothing good where happens hookers after go 10 to die, p.m. So, Jeez. You know. But the, I was thinking the same thing, Pete. That's a high traffic area, though. People out walking. The, it's an Econo Lodge. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean... stay in an Econo Lodge, stuff's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I have trouble with probably when the door to my hotel is on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Spend an extra twenty dollars a night and go up the street to like something halfway decent. It's an Econo Lodge. Okay, <laughs> I'm so gonna get emails. So <laughs> was he staying there? Or was he just passing by? I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't interview him. <laughs> well, I, want, I need a little backstory. <laughs> Why don't you re- email Tom? He'll, he'll give you the backstory. Tom will tell you. Okay. Was he staying there? Was he passing by? <laughs> I walked right past there married, to get a Dr. Pepper when I was divorced. staying out there by myself. I felt, felt relatively safe. Did he like the safe. color blue? I don't know. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Miss Kathy, we're going we're, we're to give Scott a pass on Rapid Fire this week oh, since we never you. even told him. Thank you. <laughs> the Lego Imagination Center at Downtown Disney, the, the building is closed. It's undergoing renovation until mid-April of 2011. They're going to add 3500 square feet and they're going to add new lego exterior models of favorite disney characters and so for now there's a temporary pop-up what they call a pop-up location between once upon a toy and the earl of sandwich it looks like a big loaf of bread it's this big yellow like building as you come down the steps by once upon a toy it's sort of like in that little area um between there and the Earl of Sandwich, but it's really big. I was I thought they were going to put up something small. It's a pretty big 
location in there. So hmm. where they're going to go over at the other place to put in 3,500 square feet, I don't know if they're going up or going out up. or what they're doing. They have to go up. I mean, ooh, Max. Goodness. Max heard something six miles away. <laughs> do you think that's got anything to do with Legoland coming? They're just trying to Could keep, be. keep it, keep you here? Well, no, it's been walled off behind there for a long time, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Behind the Lego store. I think this the had. plan to expand has been there for a while. I don't think this is just in response to Legoland. Could be. Who knows? They're also moving Mismatch. That's, oh, where they moving Yeah, they're, that's supposed to come over into the downtown Disney area. In the next couple of months, so they're they're, they're coming moving. across the bridge and yeah, they're coming over into oh good, like the, the mainstream area. Okay. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, that's where it needs to be. That's mm-hmm. where it needs to be. <laughs> so lots Still of changes. Good. Cool. Thank you, Kathy. Mr. Eccles. The Star Wars weekends for 2011 will be held at Disney's Halloween Hollywood Studios Halloween every Studios. Friday, Saturday, awesome. and Sunday, <laughs> from May 20th to June 12th. Well, that's right in the travel window for us. We will not be here for Star Wars weekends. I just will never get it. I, I don't know. The big, thing was, about, the big thing about... I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. The big thing about Star Wars weekend this year is going to be um, the new ride will be open May 20th. So hopefully before then, we'll see if we can get into a cast preview with our cast friends. It was pretty darn packed last year when we went. And I was surprised a lot of people did not know it was Star Wars weekend and they were going to Hollywood studios and they're like, why is all the crowds? And I'm like, are you kidding me? So some research people, people. yeah, do a little bit of research before you show up at Walt Disney. Yeah. A lot of complaints last year about that. And it's like, how did you not know? Oh, I think it adds to the whole walking around the bunch of, you know, so do I, but you know, I guess if you don't know it's there, if you don't know it's there and you show up and you feel out of place because you don't have your little. Here, day with the little things. But hopefully now with having Star Tours and Toy Story Mania, they'll have two rides they can run to so that maybe the line at Toy Story won't be so bad at Rope Drop. That's good. Very possible. All right. That will do it for Rapid Fire. That'll do it for this segment as well. Uh, Remember, coming up also this week, our review of the Disney Dream, our review of Port Orleans French Quarter, uh, Disneyland, uh, special short Disneyland segment from our Disneyland correspondents and, of course, our Disboards.com show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you again soon. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.